0: Well, welcome everybody to the episode number two of Globe Nation. Today we have uh, really two special guests in the house. One is the agency owner up in Omaha, Nebraska, Mr. Jacob Har, And we also have, is this four or five years that you've been now on the SEAL team? Uh, five years, actually. Five years. Man, I tell you, that's amazing. The One of only three people that have been on the SEAL team now for five years. So you're entering the globe nation it starts now welcome everybody today we have mr jacob harr like i said he is our agency owner up in omaha nebraska jacob and i met several years ago and was blessed with giving him an opportunity to take over an agency up there and really have been able to see his life change because of this career today that's exactly the topic how the insurance business changes lives jacob you've really been able to see this career change your life. Talk about that.
1: You know, Jason, first of all, I really appreciate um, uh, you inviting me on here. Um, And also, yeah, um, I appreciate the opportunities that that you've given me and and, uh, the opportunity uh, of Globe Life. But, yeah, it's, um, you know, I don't think anybody ever goes into a, a career uh, coming out of high school or college or thinking about it, expecting to be an insurance, you know, but the one thing from every single person that I know um in in insurance, especially in Globe life um Liberty National Division, is it's changed their life um, you know it's it's not only changed their life and it's changed the lives of those around them it's been transcending, and that's the that's the part that's been amazing to me but my journey's pretty, uh, uh, pretty simple, simple. And it's kind of similar to a lot. Um, I had a, a job. Um, I was living paycheck to paycheck, had no satisfaction, wasn't allowed to be a, a father or a husband. I was just simply a paycheck. I was on the road, 13 stores in seven states as a district manager for Lowe's. Um, and, uh, came home one day and, uh, uh, my daughter who's now 14, wasn't quite one. And she was scared to death of me. And I, uh, I read a scripture, first Corinthians chapter four, verse two that evening it said it's required of those who've been given a trust to prove it in faithfulness. Um, and, uh, knew that I had to make a change. Um, so I went to, went to the Lord in prayer and, uh, felt, uh, uh, challenged to go quit my job and look for a career and be diligent uh, to what God was calling me to, which is people. Um, I, uh, got to sit down with Tim Knuckles, who was a director at the time. And, uh, um, got hired in your your first uh, um, uh, spinoff office, or I don't even know what we called it for your first promotion office. Would that be what it is with Nick sure. mm-hmm. Um in Northwest Arkansas? And uh, got hired on, and and uh, just went from there. Um, you know, it, it was interesting because you know I always tell people they say, "Oh, well, I thought Jason hired you," and and to be honest with you, Jason, you you did hire me, just not directly. Um, it was through somebody that you'd given an opportunity to that had hired me. And then I got blessed. Um, I got to take over the Tulsa office in 2010, 2011. Um, and then you and I had a conversation, and we were trying to move back uh, to Arkansas and to central Arkansas, where we're from. And uh, um, 2000, what was that, August of 2011? That's when we made the transition. Um, and uh, we moved back to Searcy to be a part of your office there in uh, Little Rock so and it's been a blessing in 2016 i got the opportunity um to uh open an office here in uh, omaha um sat down with jason and uh kind of picked his brain um which is a daunting task for anybody Um, (laughs) but i picked his brain and uh um uh sat down um we came up with a game plan and uh you know here we are going on five years later and uh um, man, man it, it has not only changed my life, every single person that walks through this door has become a part of a legacy, um, you know, Jason, that you really set out with back years ago in regards to what you decided that you wanted to do, and that was grow people. Um, and so it's, it's, it's pretty awesome to be able to sit down and, and be a part of, you know, have a legacy of people, be a part of legacy of people, and I know you are part of that with Jeff Miller and 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 with the opportunity he gave you but you know the big picture it just it continues to grow and then you know Lord willing I'll have some opportunity to be able to pass this along and and produce an agency owner that can that can grow this even bigger and produce that opportunity and change lives you know we've got 48 individuals in here and, and I love hearing on the daily how how they never thought that they would ever have the opportunity to be in this position Um, to be able to take care of their family, but more importantly, to be able to be taking care of other people and and be rewarded for doing
0: it. And that's a blessing in itself. So, Jacob, I want to, you know, pause for just a second. As you talk about one day I want to be able to leave a legacy. That's exactly why you're on this podcast today, because you've left a legacy with our friend Keith Bennett. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, what I want to do for just a moment is, you know, my heart is to see people's lives changed. And if I were to sit down and say, this is the perfect candidate that I believe does the best job in this business, it would not be 30, 40-year-old construction worker. And that's who Keith Bennett was. But for some reason, you saw a man that needed an opportunity. And he's taken the bull by the horn. So my question to you, Jacob, is, what did you see nine years ago in Keith Bennett that made you reach out and offer him this opportunity?
1: You know, I talk about Keith quite a bit in my, in my agency because of uh, multiple reasons. Number one, um, uh, who he is as a, as a Christian man, as a leader. But because of that opportunity, like you're saying, Jason, and, you know, I've known Keith uh, for the better part of 24 years <clears throat> and, and Keith and I have known each other in multiple uh, facets of life um, but there's one thing about Keith that that anybody who knows him knows and that that is he is, uh, I, I like to use the word extremist, meaning that he's going to be the best or work towards being the best mm. and and the thing about that that, that I see and where Keith leads in that is that he does it by serving. you know Keith, Keith will be the best at being your greatest supporter. Keith will be the best at, at being your biggest cheerleader. You know, it's not about Keith. It's about how many more people can keep bless and, and I knew that about him. You know, I, I've known that in everything he's done. Keith has always excelled uh, from way back. He's one of those individuals that I've always looked up to, to, up to has been a, a, a mentor, has been a brother. And so, you know, I was I kept running into Keith after coming back, uh, moving in in 2011, moving back to uh, um, uh, Little Rock or to Cersei, and I kept running into him. and And I was praying one day as to, uh, um, you know, what what does Keith need? Because I don't take uh, coincidences lightly. And the word was changed, and so I met Keith at Whistlestop. Uh, we were we ran into each other again. Is that and a liquor store? <laughs> No, <laughs> Whistle Stop Restaurant. You know where I'm talking. You remember that, <laughs> Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> and we uh, sat down, and we were talking, and I said, I said, hey, can I ask you a question? What do you need? And Keith was giving me a salvation story, which had just happened, what, Keith, literally a week or two prior?
2: Yeah, at that time, and, yes. Yeah,
1: Yeah, at that time, it was a week or two prior, and Keith said, I need change. And, man, it was so profound. And, uh, you know, uh, Jason, if you remember when I brought him in, and, and he didn't know whether he was going to a... Uh, Valley Baptist Church of Christ or or you know which one, but um, the one thing I told you is if Keith makes up his mind, this he will be the the best manager leader agent you will ever have in in your agency, um, and you made the comment, you said, what do you, you think he'd be better than you, and I said he already is, he just doesn't know it yet mm-hmm. and that's that's who Keith is to me, and that's what I've always seen in him and i I would go as far as to say I don't think there's a single person. that that Keith comes in contact with, that Keith is not trying to better their life. So what makes a true leader is somebody that understands that the more people you better, the more people you give opportunities to, the more you're going to get in return. And that's that's who Keith is.
0: Yeah, that's so true. So uh, I want to transition now to uh, Mr. Bennett. You know, uh, Jake, we call him the million dollar man around here now, because this past year he wrote over a million dollars in production. He was the first of two agency directors, regional agency directors, that accomplished that this year in my almost 18 years with the company. So it was a a great accomplishment. It was great to see that done. But, you know, when you talk about a million dollars, what I really hear is how many people got protected that didn't have the coverage before, how many people got a paycheck for their family that didn't have it before, and those were things that Keith made sure happened. So, Keith, let's back up. Nine years ago, you met Jacob at the Whistling Dixie or whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world made you think this is the right place to go? Oh, my gosh. I don't know who the Keith guy is y'all are talking about in here right now, but uh, he sounds
2: pretty cool, but it definitely doesn't sound like me. But, um man I tell you what um you know Jacob came to me and and uh was kind of going over what what all he does and he said you know it's all about people <clears throat> so even though the first step was that he invited me down to to meet you and um and I've told this story a million times and I'm going to continue to tell it is that I walked in your office and you slid a a book across the desk and asked me if I'd ever heard of Jonathan Edwards and um of course you know my pastor had just preached on or had mentioned him in a sermon uh, you know a week or so before and I was really intrigued so I'd studied it a little bit and you know so after you know that initial meeting you know we visited for what about an hour I guess and we talked about life you know I share my I share my testimony with you and and everything and when I walked out of this this office you know I already knew the last thing you said to me is like you know you know Jacob and you trust Jacob and and I trust Jacob, so just trust that he's got your best interest. And so as I'm driving back to, back to Cersei, you know, I um, I knew I liked you, you know, and I, I trusted you, and I, I definitely trusted Jacob. But about the time I got to Jacksonville, is whenever it hit me, that that Jonathan Edwards book that you'd slid out in front of me was, the Lord speaking to me and telling me that this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm. I can't share that story without getting choked up, so I'm trying not to. But so that was it. I mean, I I 100. I you know, I mean, if you remember, I called you, and, uh, you know, I was shaking when I called you. I told you if you'd get me in that licensing class, I'd get started. And and I just stopped everything I did and just 100% stepped out on faith that this is way I was supposed to
0: be. You know, Jacob and Keith, both of you know this verse, and it's, to whom much is given, much is required. And I think that's one of the biggest things that, as an as somebody that has, as an agency owner in the company, I have a... A responsibility to give this opportunity away. But I think for an agent, for a supervising agent, for an agency director, for a regional agency director, or even somebody in the community that's not even in insurance, but has seen how this has changed people's lives, we're very selfish not to see somebody that's out there hurting in a dead-end career and not say, you need to go talk to somebody about a career that can change your life. And that's here at Globe Life, Liberty National Division. So, Keith, let's talk about nine years ago. Uh, You had a lot of money. uh, You had a lot of fame. Uh, Is all that true? (laughs) Uh, No, none of it. (laughs) So talk about where you were nine years ago and uh, what you've seen change in your life over the last nine years. Oh, my goodness. So, you know,
2: the week before, Jacob and I uh, caught up with each other. I had uh, finished up a job for a builder, and uh, I'm I'm definitely going to get choked up on this one, but I'd finished up this job for this builder, and he'd given me a check. And he told me, he said, I need you to hold on to this check until until Monday, and I'm going to get a draw on the job, and then Monday you can cash the check. And I said, okay, and I go home. So, you know, I'm cool. I got a check in my pocket. I got money, but I didn't have any cash. I didn't have anything in my bank. The next morning, I got up, and I walked in my kitchen, and I opened up my cabinet, And uh, I had two pieces of bread and uh, enough peanut butter and jelly to make one sandwich. I had to decide that day if I was going to have that sandwich for breakfast or for lunch. And um, So I did two things that day. First of all, I prayed. I I said, God, you know, you've given me a powerful testimony because just a year before I had my salvation experience and and, uh, the Lord had changed my heart. And um, I prayed and said, "God, you've given me a powerful testimony, and I'm going to share it with anybody and everybody that'll stand in front of me. And I know you've got another door open for me. When you open up that door, just slap me hard enough, and I know to I'll know to go through it. And also, I made some phone calls that day, and I went and built a deck for some somebody because something else that was going on that was on a Wednesday. My daughter, my youngest daughter, was coming over on on Friday, and I didn't have food for my kid, mm. and I was not." <clears throat> going to let my kid go to my house and not be able to feed her. So I made the calls, built the deck, got some cash, and then just a few days later, um, Jacob and I, you know, we um, we, we hooked up and and uh, he invited me down to meet you. Mm.
0: So if you're just joining us, I, I want to welcome you to the Globe Nation. Today we got Mr. Keith Bennett, also Mr. Jacob Hart, that is sharing their heart with you. Uh, you know, Keith has just talked about where he was nine years ago. It's a much different place than where he is today. But before we get to where you are today, Keith, let's talk about the journey. Those first few months of being in the business, it didn't come naturally to you.
2: Yeah, no, it was, uh, you know... (laughs) I walked in everywhere I walked into. I was, you know, shaking like a rabbit, and or I guess rabbits shake a lot But I was nervous, and and it took me a little while. It really took me a little while to embrace it, you know. And and I I was going from twenty some odd years of having construction business and construction um, background that um, I didn't want to go into folks that you know like places that I knew because they're like they know me as a construction person. They don't know me as an insurance person, and I wanted to make sure people trusted me. So yeah, in the very beginning, yeah, it was you know it was a struggle, and um, I I got married you know just a a week after I started working with you, and, and uh, which was I guess my hire date with you was May thirty first of two thousand. Yeah, let's pause yeah. there
0: for just a second. He he invited me to the wedding, but he gave me the wrong time. <laughs> Maybe was it the wrong day or the wrong time? He really didn't want me to come to the wedding, so I never bought him a wedding present. Well, I wasn't sure how he was going to show up, so you know, I just never know. <laughs> <It>
1: was, <laughs> <I> was, Nathan, <laughs> he gave you the wrong week. Remember, he <laughs> gave you the week
0: after. Mm. I remember that. I can't believe he still works here.
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Yeah, um, But anyway, yeah, it was, it was a struggle. Um, there in the very beginning, I, I struggled uh, some, and finally I kind of kind of caught a groove you know I I got in with some businesses and started really uh, you know working on my strengths which was my construction background and visiting with folks and and um, again they trusted me and the first thing that I learned about um, our products was how our life insurance works you know that it's a group term and the way it's gonna carry uh, you know once they leave work they carry it with them and you know I had two brothers that died 12 hours apart in 2003 and they both, of course, had left work previously and, and lost their life insurance. And I had to bury two grown men on, them on the same day. So, you know, I was, I'm was i real passionate about our life insurance because everybody that I go into and I talk, when I see that person, I remember what our family went through trying to, you know, uh, make all that happen, you know, and, and I just don't want anybody to be in that same position. So so the belief in the product for me came really, really quick And uh, and then also, you know listening to you guys talking about the way the claims and stuff paid out so i i think had it not been for um the fact that i bought into the products and i and i bought into the company and i bought into you i think it probably would have took me a little bit longer you know to to kind of catch my groove and get started but then after a, after a, you know a couple of months i, I really uh,
0: you know started closing cases and and doing doing fairly well you know so you know right now we've got agents that are listening and uh, it's friday afternoon they they might be a little bit down. They might be thinking, you know, I'm not real sure that I need to go back on Monday. I, I just don't know that this is a fit for me. Did you ever have those thoughts?
2: <laughs> uh, they'd start on Monday afternoon, and then Tuesday they'd get a little worse. <laughs> uh, about middle of the week, you know, they'd probably get a little bit better. But no, yeah, I had them, I had them constantly, you know. So, so how did you get over that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, i tell you what, I, I had... Um, I had to just make myself, you know, I just tried to be very diligent. I, I had—I um, tell a story a lot of times that there's a couple businesses that um, ex- actually probably a couple of week that I would pull into. And I would instead of getting out of my car, I would I would start looking through my notes just trying to prep myself up. Well, several times that happened as I, I would prep myself up and I'd go the opposite direction. I'd put my car in reverse and I'd leave. So the way I got over that is um, uh, the next couple businesses I pulled into is I'm coming, pulling into park. Um, I put my car into park and I'm opening up my door and I'm getting out while it's still sliding to a stop because I knew that if I sit there in my car
0: for more than five seconds, I was gonna talk myself out of going in that business. Oh, me, that is, <laughs> that is so true. That's one of the things I hate about training somebody that takes forever about getting out of the car because mm-hmm. you sit there and you talk yourself out of not going into that house or in that business or, man, I, they look so busy or, you know, I bet you that uh, they, they're not going to buy. I, I need to go to the next one. And so you spend so much of this mental time talking yourself out of it. That's so, so true. So I am just, you know, stop right there and say to the new agent, learn from this. As soon as you pull in, get out of the car, mm-hmm. have everything ready to go, get out of the car, don't overthink it. Get out and get into that business or into that home and make it happen. That's where the magic happens. The magic happens when you cross that threshold of that door, when you start seeing people face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, knee-to-knee, and you can start making that interaction. So, Keith, Keith, uh, let's let's fast forward, okay? So uh, you're getting close to the end of your first year. How are things looking at the Bennett household?
2: Um, they're looking better. You know, I had done, I had done better as an agent for a little while and, and, uh, actually, I mean, you guys had promoted me into the supervising agent position after just a couple months and they were doing pretty good. Um, but at that time is whenever I had decided I was going to step into, um, the agency, uh, director, you know, position. And, and then that's when I had to learn to transfer skills, which, you know, which, uh, and the beginning was tough for me because um, I wanted to show them how I did it and not like on our system, you know, which I, the system has proven. And, but um, I felt like I had a better way, and it wasn't working out for me, you know, for a little while on that. But before that, yes, yeah, we were doing fantastic. My wife was excited. She liked my new attitude, you know, she, uh, on, with, the, uh, with the new career. She loved what I was doing. And you started being able to make
0: a financial difference in your daughter's mm-hmm. life. Yes, definitely.
2: Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Um, It's funny you should say that because, uh, you know, just the year before I got in this business and and, uh, Christmas time, I was dead broke and um, I I had enough money. I went to Old Navy and bought one of my daughters a sweater or a jacket of some sort. But anyway, but I got a free throw blanket with it. So that's what I had to give to my other daughter for Christmas because I didn't have any more money. And then now I have what I call my... uh, my um, Bennett family, um, you know, what's the word, I'm trying to say, uh, stimulus package. <laughs> so um, my daughters love Christmas now because you know I'll give them uh, you know a few thousand dollars a piece. <laughs> they're they're kind of like that.
0: All right, so which <laughs> daughter got the throw blanket? Uh, Madison, All right, the So Madison, I want you to listen. <laughs> he still owes you extra Christmas. Oh, yeah. You got robbed the Christmas of uh, nine years ago. I think it's 2011 is when it was. Yeah, yeah so you better cash in on that right now. <laughs> so th- today... You, uh, you've ended the year 2020 uh, with a, a fantastic income. Was it more than 100000 In 2020? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, yeah. What about 2021? Oh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, more than four times. <laughs> so that think amount. about this. Yeah. A, a guy that nine years ago did not have enough money to feed his kids gave his daughter a, a free blanket that he received for Christmas. And nine years later, he's making over $400,000 a year. And the thing I want you to know is Keith Bennett's not taking credit for that. He's simply saying that if you get up every day and you go to work and you learn skills and you treat people and you love people and you, you move into management and you recruit people and you train people and you love people, this is the career that can change your life big time. Oh my gosh, yeah. Big time, big time change. So Keith, uh, we got about two minutes left here. What I want you to do is I want you to talk to that new agent. Maybe the agent in their first week, maybe they're in their first month, maybe they're in their first year, and they're going through a hard time, or maybe their spouse is saying, you know, I'm not real sure that this is the route you should go. Talk to them about how to persevere. Yeah, so,
2: you know, the best way, we've, we've always, we've just got to win that mental game, Okay. Uh, there's several different ways to do it. One of the, one of my favorite ways of, of talking to new agents and and helping them get through that mental gap is, is encouragement. And not just me trying to encourage that agent, but telling that agent, if you will reach out to someone else and encourage them, that makes such a huge difference in your life. You know, as you lift, if you're, as you're lifting other people up, it lifts you up. So you have to encourage other people and you have to be diligent. You know, just day in and day out, just make sure that you're getting, you're setting your alarm clock and you've got to get into a routine. You can't just get up at seven o'clock one day, get up at six the next and get up at 10 the next day. You've got to set your alarm and you've got to be diligent to get up each and every day and get into a routine and make sure that you're you're just persevering daily and reach out to others. Don't hold it in whenever you're having these these tough days or something, don't just say I can fight through this, I can get through this, or I'm going to give up. Whatever, reach out to someone, um, and and when you reach out to them, say something positive to them, okay, and let and speak some life into them, and then let them speak life into you. And it's uh, it's just amazing how the Lord works in that positivity and that encouragement and stuff, and and how it changes our mindset. Yeah, none
0: of us are supposed to be a vessel that holds it all in. We got to be. Constantly giving it out, so, like the Dead Sea, right? Absolutely. So, Keith, what I, uh, one more thing I want you to talk about is, in your years of management, just give me two examples of people that you've seen their life change significant. Uh, yeah, you know, the first one that comes
2: to mind uh, is uh, Landon Smith. You know, he he got out of college and he, um uh, you know, he'd only worked for his dad on the on his horse farm and stuff. And but when he got out of college, he came in and interviewed, and and we hired him, and and um, Oh my gosh, now he's, uh, he's promoted to an agency director. Not only is, an, is he an agency director in his third year as an agency director, but he's also promoted uh, Katie, one of his personal recruits, as an agency director too. So his legacy is, is moving on through Katie. And by the way, she's ahead of him for the year right now too. I've got to be sure and remind him of that. But, but So Landon is a good one.
0: Did you hear that? <laughs> Landon, you're currently being beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to work on that, buddy. All right, Jacob, uh, before we uh, hang up with you, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to speak to the new agent for just a second. And what would you say, uh, you know, is something that you, if you could just speak into their life right now, or maybe maybe they go and grab their spouse and say, listen to this, what would that be?
1: Mm. God gave you a gift, uh, a superpower, and that's your ability to be you. Um, he has set a purpose and a will in motion. Um, the proof is you're here. Um, and it's, it's not about trying to be an insurance agent. It's not trying to be about being a, a, a manager or, or having two initials in front of your name. Um, it's about, uh, uh, being who God created you to be and sharing that. I think there's, there's a lot of aspects, you know, um, to that, um, number one, focusing on, on understanding that the more you give away, the more you get in return. And that's, and that's this business wrapped up into a whole, um, you know, and that's, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. The, the, the opportunity is the opportunity to be who you were created to be. Um, and I think it shows the two leaders that are on this call are, are you know, uh, brothers, friends, mentors. And, and on a daily basis for the, the eight years that I was in that office <clears throat> allowed me to continue to be Jacob. The expectation wasn't anything short of just being who I am in line with who God created me to be. And listen, this, this opportunity is not about whether people like you. It's about whether they trust you. And the only thing that you have at the end of the day that's integrity is who God created you to be. And that's uh, that's to me the biggest thing and the thing that I push and which got me, I would say, to where I am, is just staying focused on who God called Jacob to be.
0: So what time, Jacob? Do you set your alarm for every morning?
1: Um, I get up at four o'clock every
0: morning. Okay, you're 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 crazy. All right, Keith. What <laughs> time?
1: I I'm a routine. I do well. I'm the reader. I get up. I do my workouts. I read. I I saw a picture of Keith, and he was starting to trim up and look better than me, and I couldn't have that. So because he's an old man, Jason, so I couldn't have that. So I had to start getting up early. No. Um, I do. I get up at, at four o'clock. I do my reading till 430 and then uh, I try to do my workouts and then, uh, um, you know, go that route. But um, there's there's extracurricular involved with that as well, too. But that's uh, that's where I'm. But I choose to do that.
0: Yeah. Me. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jacob, for joining us today. Keith, what time do you set your alarm for? Five fifteen. Five fifteen. All right. So I'm the latest sleeper on the call. Five forty five. Don't judge me. Quit. <laughs> Quit judging me. So here's here's the thing, and, and Jacob and, and Keith both mentioned it, routine. Mm-hmm. You have to have a routine. It's the same thing every single day. Get up, get dressed, go to work. Get up, get dressed, go to work. Get up, get dressed, go to work. I don't care if you had the best day, best week, worst day, worst week. It's raining, it's snowing. You uh, get up, you get dressed, and you go to work. And Million Dollar Man here is still getting up. Uh, Getting dressed and going to work. And that's why he's continuing to be successful. Keith Bennett, I wanted you to know it has been nothing short of a pleasure to be able to have an impact in your life, just a small impact that I've been able to have. I love you. I'm proud of you. Jacob, keep knocking it dead in Omaha, Nebraska. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Globe Nation. God bless. Get it done. Get up, get dressed, and go to work. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye bye. Music